police in the morning. The long-awaited re-release of the original horror classic is finally here. The year is 12,090 AD. The Earth has fallen into the clutches of ruthless vampires. Humans are enslaved by a corrupted feudal system. Only one being has dared to challenge the cruel authority of these arrogant immortals, the mysterious vampire hunter called D. A beautiful young villager, Doris, has been targeted by the Count, Magnus Lee, and his clan for the harsh doom of belonging to the Count. In desperation, Doris promises herself to the enigmatic hunter in exchange for the extermination of these tyrannical monsters. Before D can execute his plans, the Count abducts Doris, forcing D into the bloody reign of the House of Lee. Cult classic by any standard, the sophisticated blend of horror and futuristic science fiction elevates Vampire Hunter D far beyond the stereotype of being a mere cartoon. The bizarre imagery and exotic characters help to fully realize the tone of the film, confirming its status as an exceptional work of art. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie Bros. We review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are. It's week three of May, our spring cleaning month this year. We're, you know, cleaning out our collection, seeing what we haven't watched, and giving it a go. So, today we bring you Vampire Hunter D from 1985. You know, contradictory to what I said last week, I accidentally gave the year for its sequel, Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, which was from 2000. But anyway, you heard what the back of the VHS box had to say. Let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. Paul, go ahead. All right, let's start with the top first. Number three, I love the style of old school anime. It's not the best, but there's a certain charm to it that just can't be replicated nowadays. Number two, there's a large array of unique-looking monsters in this movie. Most of them are completely useless and die with one sword swing, but at least a good portion of them looked kind of cool. And number one, D, the main character of the film, was fucking badass. He slays vampires with his giant sword and is nearly invincible. He just goes around slaying and beating the shit out of anything that gets in his way. So for me... Number three. In watching this film, I realized that D is the same size, build, and wardrobe as one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, The Undertaker, making them both all the more badass in my mind. I mean, they're both nearly unbeatable and, you know, just super badass and intimidating nonetheless. Number two. The dialogue and voice acting in this movie is horrible in all the right ways. I mean, it's cheesy. It's corny. It's dull, it's emotionless, I, I, it brings joy to my soul. This is before anime dubbing got decent. And number one, the varied monsters and mutants made in this movie are so colorful, and they're just fun to watch as D slaughters them throughout the film with no effort whatsoever. I mean, it just brings so much life to this movie, all the death that's in it. No shortage of violence, that's for sure. All right, so how about the bottom three? What was bad here, Paul? All right, number three, the like Corey said, the voice acting in this movie is terrible, just about all around. I enjoyed it because it's kind of charming, and I remember this movie from, from when I was a kid. It was very typical of anime from this time period. And that fucking laughing, like every, every time somebody laughs, they just want to punch the screen. Every single laugh is just fucking annoying. Number two. For the majority of the film, the Count just kind of sat in his chair not doing anything. Everyone talks about what a badass he is, and how he's like 
super powerful because of his lineage, but he doesn't get up to do anything until the last, like, couple minutes of the film. I guess when you reach his level of prestige, you just don't give a fuck anymore. And number one, what the fuck is up with Dee's hand? It has a mouth, eyes, and a mind of its own. It talks, it moves, and it, 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 there's never an ex... There's never an explanation for it. Like, none of the other vampires or half-vampires have any talking body parts, at least from what I can tell. Like, what, what, what the hell? Like, is there a reason for that? Or is it just weird for the sake of being weird? I kind of forgot about Hand, because Hand just kind of, like, pops up out of nowhere, says some stuff, and, like, goes away and just doesn't get mentioned. Like, nobody knows about it. Nobody cares. He's just, like... Is introduced like you hear a voice, which I thought was D's sword, like uh, talking to him and like basically narrating D's thoughts. And I'm like, oh well, he must yeah. have a magical sword. Well, I, nope. I, that turns out it's a fucking hand. The, the magical sword probably would have made more sense. Yeah, that's what I was figuring. Like it said, he's got a magical hand. Like why? <laughs> why a magical hand? <laughs> a hand that breathes in spiders and eats dirt. Like. It's yeah, like it's convenient for the plot. Creates like giant like whirlwinds and gusts and everything. It's like what the fuck. So for me, number three, yeah, I have to agree with Paul. The laughing, my god, how terrible the laughing! It's like every time someone laughs in the movie, they're like ha 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 ha. Especially bad when there's that three-headed monster thing when they'd all like laugh in unison. It was ah, made my skin crawl. Number two, again, just like Paul, after all the talk of how powerful the Count is, the fight at the end of the movie is pretty short and anticlimactic. I mean, just like he does nothing. He just kind of like opens his eyes and then he's like, yeah, I'm more badass than you. And then he dies. Like, what the fuck? Like, he's like, like, I've got magical eye beams and powers. It's like, so why? Like, no, no, no other vampire can do that. Why are you able to do that? Like. There's no consistency in this at all. They don't even try. Fucking hand. Ah. <laughs> Number one. So a strange occurrence happened when we put the VHS into the VCR and it started playing on its own as VHSs do. Doris said, fuck you. And then the shot moved over to the count. I was like, oh, I don't remember this happening in the movie. So, you know, as, na- as natural, we stopped the movie and we rewound at the beginning. Upon watching the film, it's entirely... There was nowhere in the movie where this happened. I'm pretty sure that our copy is cursed. And if I had to, you know, wager my opinion, I'm pretty sure that's a bad thing. I think all VHSs you find in random thrift stores are cursed. Well, I think it's, uh, we, we, we've talked about the dialogue a little bit. Let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who has the better quotes. I'll get us started off with... You can talk, can't you? My quarrel is not with you, girl. I don't have much in the way of money, but I'll give you three meals a day and you can sleep with me. Put your tongue back in your mouth. It's bad manners. You're even prettier when you're angry. Do you think you have a chance against someone of my lineage? Quite a fancy sword you got there. You know how to use it, or is it just for show? What would you do without me? Don't answer that. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say, please leave it in the comments below. 
It's time for our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10. 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 3 out of 10. I also gave it a 3 out of 10. So... Vampire Hunter D is one of the most essential anime films of all time here in America. When growing up in the 90s, you knew the names of very few anime films. Ghost in the Shell, Akira, and Vampire Hunter D were all the names that you needed to know. Unfortunately, growing up in the 90s, you were always too young to see those movies. Vampire Hunter D, with its excessive violence, unnecessary and random nudity, and absurd dirt-eating hand, is a prime example of why parents didn't want children watching anime in the 90s. However, all those things, plus the amazingly bad dialogue, fantastic animation, and varied creatures, make this a delightful film for any anime or vampire lover who should be ashamed of themselves if they've never seen it. Take the time, find a copy, and give it a watch. It may send you down a path to things you never thought you'd enjoy. Or in the case of our VHS copy, maybe into a parallel universe. Vampire Hunter D is one of the classic anime films from the 80s. It has all the staples of a typical anime of that time period. Superfluous violence, terrible dubbing, a silent protagonist, a random nudity, everything you could ask for. The stoic vampire hunter named D is hired to kill the evil Count Magnus Lee, a direct descendant of Dracula himself. Blood flies everywhere as D slays everything in sight as he storms the old vampire's castle. It's not a particularly deep film like other classic anime films, and there are plenty of things that about it that are dated by today's standards. However, Vampire Hunter D remains a classic that every anime, sh- anime fan should watch at least once. So there you have it, a 3 out of 10 from both of us. Fun, enjoyable, lovely film. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it's time to tell our friends, though, how to drink away the slick. Drink away the slick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the slick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time anyone uses a special power, take a drink. Number two, every time someone mentions love, take a drink. Number three, whenever the word damn peel is said, take a drink. Number four, anytime D gets stabbed in the heart, Take a drink, and of course, number five, because it's spring cleaning month, every time something looks like it needs cleaned up, take a drink. Every time someone laughs, take a drink. Every time someone uses a candle or a magic light, take a drink. Every time someone loses a limb, take a drink. And every time a vampire shows his or her fangs, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at gmail.com. Like us on fa- Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros. My personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all of other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links are provided below. We've come to the end of week three here for spring cleaning. Let's rank the movies we've seen. For me, number three, Faces of Death, face it, your movie is dead. It's not very good. Number two, this was a hard choice for me, but I had to put Vampire Hunter D in the second portion. It, it's a great movie. It's a fantastic. It's a classic, violence, fun, everything. But at number one, I put The Midnight Hour. It's hilarious, maybe unintentionally, but as a product of its time, it holds really well to today's standards, and it had a lot less plot holes than Vampire Hunter D. 
All right, number three, Faces of Death. As much as it pretends not to be, it's nothing more than a gimmick. Number two, The Midnight Hour. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Very classic uh, 80s kind of film. I mean, not classic because nobody knows about it, but it felt classic. But number one, Vampire Hunter D. This movie is just badass as all hell. It's fun, it's campy, and it's super violent. So, let's see, uh, what else do we have around here? Oh, here we go. Uh, dude, is this a former rental? Looks like it. Beautiful. Look at this big white case clamshell from 1989. The Jitters. It's a feeling you'll never lose. Once you've got them, you just can't shake them. Vampires in Chinatown. Fuck yeah. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Yeah, we... <laughs> <laughs>